We're back. We're back. I remember why it was so weird last time because normally mm-hmm. I say we're back and then yeah. I was expecting you to say it and that's why it was well, bizarre. I was waiting for you to say that it. That was my because fault. Because that is your line. It was my fault, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I had a catchphrase. It is. That Ooh. and you say, I'm not an artist. Oh, yeah. I'm no artist. How do you say it? Um, I'm terrible at art. Hashtag arting. Mm-hmm. Hashtag oops, I arted again. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't try this at home. <laughs> Don't art. <laughs> Only art from home. <laughs> no unsupervised arting at home. Uh, we've had art. a really long day. Yeah. I've been yeah. hanging out with you since like 4.30 in the morning. 4.30 a.m. And it is 7. 8 o'clock? It is 7.36 right now. 7.36 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's been a while since we've done something nuts. like that. Yeah. Yeah. But wonderful. It was wonderful. Yeah. This is going to be one of those things that people are going to be like, what? Yeah. Who? Yeah. How? Yep. That should be the way they teach it in school. What, mm-hmm. who, how. And what is I? And what is I? Mm-hmm. Hashtag arting. Uh, yeah. So anyway, cool. we took our longest road trip ever <laughs> uh-huh. to interview somebody. For the show, for sure. And um, I don't think we're going to... Well, if you follow us on Instagram, I guess <laughs> you have a hint of who it is today. Literally um, Sunday. But it was a yeah. ton of fun. Yeah. And we did some parkour. But we were able to drive there and back in one day. So if you yep. don't follow us on Instagram, you'll just have to guess what's going on. Yeah. Or you could just follow us at yeah. LWID Project mm-hmm. on Instagram and figure mm-hmm. it out real fast. Um, yeah. I started an Instagram today. Yeah. Yeah. What I is forgot it? the name of it. Quinn underscore essential, I believe. That's clever. Yeah. I wish I had thought of it. I wish, I wish I didn't. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Totally Heather, it was good. I think, right? Or was I it was, you? Yeah. It was quintessential. Oh yeah, quintessential yeah. was you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mine's at Aaron Dotson. I'm so. Since we're throwing out that's names. That's true. Yeah. Because yeah. we haven't yeah. ever done personal ones. It's no, I don't been, think we have. Um, I anyway. have nothing on mine. I have zero followers. Two pictures. You I have two followers. Yeah, but it, there's no bathrooms this time. So anybody who follows the thoughts on John, <laughs> there's this one will just this be This is like, a clean version. Yeah. I was told that I had to like now have my own thing. No toilets. Um. What? Oh, okay. Anyway, super cool interview today. Yeah. But uh, upcoming, the one that you're about to hear, um, and you already know the title, is mm-hmm. Mark Summerlin, and this guy has he, just an, an incredible musician who's done so so much stuff, and um, you're gonna hear all about it. But he was the guitar player for Seal for I think five world tours. five world tours. Yeah. Yes. And has written songs with Seal, written songs with other people. He's done a lot of work with a lot of famous musicians. Mm-hmm. And uh, he took the time to come and chat with us about yeah. kind of life after that. And, mm-hmm. you know, some about, I think, like getting there and achieving that and then what that looks like um, when you want to move on to something else. And I think it was a really right. cool conversation because mm-hmm. we haven't talked about that as much, you know, right? Right. Uh, kind of having that success, I guess. And then, deciding to that you're going to define success in a different way and in mm-hmm. a new way. And right. so I think that was super And for cool. great reasons, yeah. you know. Well, so, to, to be yeah. with his family. Yep. I mean, that's yep. the thing. Art's hard, right? And yeah. and I think especially traveling art. Yeah. Um like this podcast. And <laughs> worth it. <laughs> we got our today. we got our taste of touring on the road, Aaron. I, yeah. I don't know how we would have done. Chicken. Um we had, we had a fun time at that stuff. park though. Yeah. It was good. Oh. It was a good day. <laughs> yeah. Uh Through my back. There is wow. Um, new product in the store. Mm-hmm. We just got posters in 
those are going to be $5 in the store. They're super cool. 12 by 18 poster. Yeah, they're the two-headed Hydra logo as a poster size. They're really, really, really neat. Um, They look, it's so good. Yeah, and the brand new stickers are there. <laughs> so good. The mugs that we've had for a little while, those are those are low. If those you want are classic. Them. Yeah. yeah, those are classic logo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course the t-shirt. We still have t-shirts that are available. Yep. So head over to www.lookwhatidid.net, and mm-hmm. you can look at photos of past guests. You can listen to this stream, but you're already doing that, so I guess that's pointless. Right. Right. You can read blurbs about Aaron, and you can. <laughs> Look at merchandise. Yeah. Yeah. So do that. And then I can't ask you enough to subscribe and share right. this with a friend. Yeah. Tell a stranger. Subscribing mm-hmm. and sharing with mm-hmm. anyone yeah, is... That's what I do. It goes mm-hmm. such a long way in helping us. Yeah. Yeah. So... Gets it out in front of folks. But speaking of people that help us... Yeah. Um, On Patreon. Yeah. Right? Do you want to name some top Patreon Let's supporters? name some top patron slash Patreons. So, Cindy, Jennifer, Travis, Tyler, Jeremy, Lindsay, Jesse, Sean, Catherine, Holly, James, Allison, and Brian. Yeah. So, and there's, there's so many more, more, so many more supporters as well, but thank you guys for supporting us. These people get access to extra content mm-hmm. for as little as a dollar a month. A couple months ago, I did a piece of art for everybody in the, well, it was art. Okay. It was art. Um, I, I, I mailed a, an image of a art. thing to mm-hmm. everybody that was a Patreon, mm-hmm. and we're looking forward to doing more things like that as well. And of course, then at the end of June, we're part of the Death Ray Art and Illustration Ooh, Expo. Yes. And we're hosting two artist panels, and those are actually yep. going to be our one-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. So... Those tickets go on sale this Saturday, May 4th. Mm-hmm. Um, so go ahead and get the early bird tickets because they're as cheap now as they're going to be. You're not going to yep. get them cheaper, and that yeah. window's only open for a little time. But tickets to this thing are $10. Is that it? it no, it's nuts. Aaron, there's going to be it's an cheap. escape room. Yep. There's arcade cabinets from Arcadia Retrocade, yep. and he's doing some tournaments, like a high score tournament for Galaga, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think a Mortal Kombat 2 tournament. Mm. There are artist panels. There's mm-hmm. Create a Hero with John Lucas. Yeah. There's a live D&D game hosted wow. by Ty from Dry Eye Gaming Company. Sick. And he has some stuff up his sleeve, and there's some mm-hmm. special guest players um, from Northwest Arkansas Board Gaming Group mm-hmm. and Shire Post. So, mm-hmm. like, and then... Um, they're going to lottery out. Like you're going to be able to win a chance to play at this table in a special Uh, adventure that Ty wrote just for death ray expo. That's awesome. It's going to be so cool. And there's so much stuff to do. Um, and that that, you forgot us. They can't do us. Oh, we're We're, hosting. We're hosting. We'll be there. Right. But I was going to reiterate that. Oh yeah. We're hosting panels. We're hosting panels and you can, uh, and th- those are going to come out as live podcasts, and that's yep. our one-year anniversary. Yep. yep. Um, those two, we'll split it between those two, I guess. Mm-hmm. But Death Ray Expo, tickets go on sale this Saturday, so get them. They're $10. Yep. I cannot stress how cheap that is. Yep. Um, and you get to spend the whole day, board game mm-hmm. library. I mean, there's just so much yeah. stuff to do. So uh, there's also like an Excelsior... I don't know the exact name, but kind of like a special package. And that mm-hmm. comes with a bunch of the merchandise already and then access to a pretty cool event the day before. So definitely wow. check that out. But uh, I think that's everything. Yeah, We you do gotta... have contest winners to announce. We do. 
we do. Or a contest winner to announce. Yeah. Are we going to do that here? Should we do it in the midway point? Ooh, yeah, that's let's do mean. it at the ish point. At the ish point? Yeah. We're going to announce at the ish point? Yeah. We're going to make mean you ish. All... Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. As my pinky okay. goes up to the corner of my so mouth. So, whilst Dr. Evil over here right. is plotting to make you listen to the middle, um, <laughs> we're going <laughs> to introduce you... bird. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what? We're tired. We're just gonna yep. like, yeah. It's just, uh, but good tired. But this, funny. Today was awesome. Yeah. And you got a plasma cutter. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yes. All right. So. Not ectoplasm, but plasma. <laughs> and I got plasma. Battle Gosh. sheep. Uh, all right. <laughs> you got ectoplasma cutters? No. Um. Anyway, don't cross the streams. <laughs> what? Okay. All right. All right. You know what? Sorry. Okay. So we're good. And without further ado, Mister Mark Summerlin. Enjoy. I'm just letting you know. It's the first time we've used that lens, so. Oh, it looks like an awesome camera. So, yeah. So, um, normally we start with mm-hmm. who you are, what you do, what you did do. Yeah. <laughs> what you still do. What I still mm-hmm. do. Um, well, my name's Mark Summerlin. Uh, I've lived in Northwest Arkansas for 30 years, but I grew up near New Orleans uh, in a town called Homa. Um, I was a professional musician for about 30 years and I still I still do music I still write music I still produce music um it has it has now come a parallel to uh, a a vocation that I chose a couple years ago of being a real estate agent something I always wanted to get into on the side I love northwest Arkansas I think it's a great growing area and uh got into real estate and uh so I work with uh, Keller Williams now Oh. And uh, still write music on the side and have a new band called Honey Jack and still still do that. Or was I supposed to say somewhere along the way I toured with Seal? <laughs> <laughs> I think that that right there I, was did I, it. Was yeah, I yeah. Supposed, no, that was that was, was I supposed you to can, say in there? You can say any band yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Elton yeah. John. The, 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 I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't play Elton John, but I did. <laughs> the play, Seal uh, thing was real. I did, the Seal uh, thing actually happened. It that was um, how I was introduced to you. Because yeah, we kind of did a goofy. Right, and it was intimidating to me because it was like, yeah. oh, well, we'll have this guy. He played for Seal. He'll write the music. I was like, well, why am I involved? Like, you know, <laughs> you know, like uh, no pressure. But <laughs> no, but I loved that, and and that was, um, you know, the project with with you and Chrissy and Shannon and and everything. And uh, that's what you're talking about, right? The, yeah, yeah. I mean, I that, I love doing stuff like that, and I I love doing things locally. I love working with my friends. I love, you know, I I kind of got to a point where I wanted to say try to say yes to everything right and then and then sh- see how things shake out right mm-hmm. um i definitely didn't used to be like that um well by the time I, I met you because that's an an intimidating introduction right when it's mm-hmm. like hey you should collaborate with this person who does it for real mm-hmm. and but my encounter with you was like this is this guy's super generous with his time with his feedback right like it was a really positive yeah. relationship mm-hmm. um well, so y'all I, were doing I, some I, funny stuff. So <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I mean, that's I always was, good. I thought it was great. You it's know, always it was, good to get that. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to get that feedback. Yeah. But, uh, so that was how I met you. But then, yeah, since then, like things have changed and mm-hmm. now you're doing something different. And I think the interesting story to me is that through this process, um, a lot of people that we've talked to are starting out or they're in the middle of, right. and you're, yeah, I, you met me when I was trying to get off of the right, road. 
And I think I that's... Get, yeah, my son wasn't. I was missing my son growing up. Yeah. And I think that, to me, when I was thinking about this conversation, because we don't plan anything. It's just like, mm-hmm. let's talk. Let's see how the creative... It's more about why you do what you do or mm-hmm. why you did that and now you're doing something different, right? And Yeah. Um, or maybe that's like, it's changed priorities a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's changed, it's changed priorities. Um, and I think And I think that musically it almost goes hand in hand with the, with the real estate priorities now, because I'm really passionate about Fayetteville. I'm really passionate about Northwest Arkansas. And so I was like, well, I, I toured the world. I used to sell Arkansas all the time. Like I would, (laughs) I would, I would try to tell people, why don't you live in Northwest Arkansas? You idiot. You know? And, and, and I, I could, I could be talking to, you know, somebody that might be a household name. And, and what's funny is you'd be surprised at all the people around the world, like household name people that know where Northwest Arkansas oh, yeah. is. And some people and, that live here and some people that live oh, here. Yeah. And, but I mean, yeah, but, but, but anyone from that to like a cab driver and I would just, I was, I was like, you know, I'm always pitching Northwest Arkansas and well now I don't want to travel anymore, you know, and that's easier uh, said than done, you know, cause you do have to, to, to pay the bills. But, um, I was like, well, I want to say, I knew some other musicians that real estate was a side gig for them. Right. And I mean, that's everybody from, there were guys, ex members of the Eagles that were in real estate. Now the difference right. is they were what? selling, they were selling houses in Beverly Hills. So they only right. had to sell a well, couple. It's a pretty good living. And, and, and I heard that it was actually um, a guy on a crew that I was with. And he said, yeah, you know that uh, I just ran into some guy who looked really familiar, and he and his wife a real estate company. I was like, "Oh yeah, you used to be in the Eagles." Yeah. Um, and then I then once, what do they call it? Your once you turn your radar on to certain things, you, you start, start noticing to, it all. You know, the like time. You, you think you have the only car that looks like this, but then once you drive off the lot, you see ten of them. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I started to really pay attention to that, and I met a lot of people on the road, and they were like, "Yeah, when I'm back home, I I have a real estate." license holy cow and because and i was like wow that makes sense because you can kind of keep that going you meet a lot of people well the different the difference was is that i wanted to stop the touring thing completely right it really is all or nothing it's kind of like a faucet mm-hmm. and then I, I i when i did the the real estate thing i was like you know what i'm gonna do this i'm gonna try to do that full time because i it's hard for me i don't believe i think that sometimes when you leave things half done like you're not getting as much out of them right and I was like that with music, and and now I've gotten to a point where I can kind of balance the two. And I like how you looked for Vanilla Ice for inspiration. You're like, he does real estate. I'm gonna do real estate. Oh right, <laughs> does he do real estate or is he like a? He's like a flipper. He's, he's, not, a, yeah, yeah, he's a flipper. I mean, he, but he is selling. He's a he contractor. Real, yeah, yeah, he has a contract. <laughs> he's license. a contractor. I was watching that show the other and day, and of course, like, yes, <laughs> I do look to him for guidance. <laughs> I mean, ever since Go Ninja what, Go, I what knew would Vanilla he Ice do. Yeah, 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 yeah. When faced with tough decisions, what would Vanilla Ice do? When faced with tough decisions during the day, yo, <laughs> and there's collaborate. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so many things there. And so there's an acronym there or whatever. You yeah. just got to put the little. I think we'd have to pay Suge Knight though. Yeah. Oh, right. Of course. Think... <laughs> yeah, it's not a good act. It's like whoa, no. like there's not really a. No. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I I do think um, there is a mentality of like once I achieve this thing, then I will have made it, and that like everything will be answered. And I think music is a tough industry because mm-hmm. it's like I we've talked about this a little bit before. We had some friends, or I had some friends that did pretty well, like in the Christian music scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but because of the way some things have been structured and done, 
the income wasn't great. Right. And that led to like, when I'm off the road, like you have to be on the road all the time at that level to make it work, at least in the experience of, yeah, yeah. Unless, you know, my unless, experience. unless the writing and publishing thing has, unless you've had really a few done, things yeah. fall into place, um, you know, getting, I guess what they called mailbox money or whatever, uh, unless that really happened. If you're Bernie Toppin, then what? you can stay home. <laughs> <laughs> What? That guy did it right. He writes all the stuff for Elton John. So any one of his homes, he can stay <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, and, and that's and that. Well, no, and you're right. And that's that's a that's a good example. It's an extreme example. There are actually are a middle. There's a middle class version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just harder to find. It's harder to find. I mean, it's there. It's just right. not the people you know. I mean, I run into them from time to time, but it's really like they're on the ball. They did have a couple breaks along the way. They're really on the ball, keeping or keeping organized, keeping pitching songs. They keep their relationships. I mean, it's a business. Being um, business savvy at the beginning you is have, very helpful. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And I love I love writing. For me, is actually my favorite thing to do. Like right. that's the thing that I you know if I got up every morning and just did that, and I I try to write every day. But mm-hmm. it, now I'm at a point where it's like block off your time to do your writing, you know, that's sort yeah. Of yeah. From and, five and, to seven, and, I will do and, this and try oh to do gosh, that. And yeah. it's, and it's, it's, it's hard. Cause it's like, okay, I'm going to schedule when I'm going to be inspired, you know, <laughs> that works. <laughs> but no, if you're organized and you keep a notebook, I know you guys do have to do the same thing. I mean, you just, just, but yeah, you, yeah. You, when you have an idea, just, just write it down. You know, David Lynch said ideas, they're the best thing going, you know, yeah. <laughs> just don't lose your ideas and then try to get That's to good. it when you can. I had a business yeah. class a couple years ago, some training for work. And one of the conversations was around creativity and like idea generation. Mm-hmm. And one of the arguments was, and I would kind of subscribe to this, that a creative person isn't more creative than you. They're just generating nonstop. They're constantly putting stuff out. And so mm-hmm there's more likelihood that a thing is going to stick, right? They're just always throwing stuff on the wall and seeing what Mm -hmm. lands. Yeah. You know, I'd never really thought, I mean, I know, yeah, I'd never thought about that. I know that the more you get out there, the better the chance there is. Right. I guess because every now and then you see someone who might have like, like Terrence Malick or somebody like made like one movie (laughs) it's like, and it was a classic and it's like, Oh, he did it right the first time. Uh, Yeah. But you're right. He probably has a million ideas that, are terrible. That you know, the I mean, first, I yeah, that was the, yeah, that was the yeah. first one that somebody was like, "Yeah, we'll fund it, it, that one." Exactly, yeah. and I don't know, but you know, I'm just making that up. But it's, right, but well, it's yeah. just like practicing, mm-hmm. you know, on doing anything. You just you well, are doing it over and over. It's just it takes one to stick, and that's the one. So you've yeah. written more songs than people have heard, almost guaranteed, right? Oh, like not oh, every song, oh, yeah. Has yeah, been, hundreds, yeah, yeah didn't yeah. make it out. And I think it's that same thing of like, yeah, you've written some really great songs because you wrote a thousand songs, yeah. right? Like yeah. you're if, right. It's the repetition of that. It, yeah. It's like, it's like any exercise, yeah. you know, physical, mental, whatever. I mean, you're going to sell more houses because you're talking to more people. Ultimately at the end yeah. of the day, it's the Absolutely. relationship, it's the yeah, networks it's not, that get the you. The first yeah. person sometimes will show up, right, Daniel? And yeah. buy it first person in, right? Yeah. Right. You know? Right. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's, Which can cause a weird reversal of then like expecting that every time. So this happens in stand-up comedy a lot, not because I've tried, but just (laughs) listening to people talk about it. Right. They'll go out and they may kill that person. It's just great. Everybody's laughing. The nervous energy is right. And they're they're like, yeah, I got, I got it. And they show up the next time and it falls flat because that cycle of failure has to be in there and it's Mm going to show up somewhere. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's -hmm. it's persevering through that period. I think that, allows you to start to find your rhythm and sooner mm-hmm. or later you find like what works for you and what you emote yeah. the best or whatever 
I don't know why I'm telling you how this works. You've done it better than I have. <laughs> no, <laughs> level, no, but, but I mean, I think, I think kind of what you're talking about is, you know, we were talking about, you know, real estate or, or yeah. a lot of vocations or anything, music, comedy, there's a, you have to have a thick skin when it comes to anything where you're putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of artistic people, you know, they're sensitive in a lot of ways. I mean, and, and that's good, but you have to, it's the business savvy. It's the business savvy part that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And it's the thick skinned being able to, f- uh, fail forward so to speak you know like right. uh, mm-hmm. it, that thing those are probably the people that make it do you have a band you know let's say like nirvana that was kind of like yeah we're gonna do our thing and no we don't care or right. whatever though there's some organized madness to it there are bands you hear about or, or writers you hear about it's like no really they didn't try like they literally lucked they fell into a pot of gold that's the one. I mean, that's not it's the example. Super, super rare. It's yeah. not the example. Yeah. Most, uh, you know, most everybody had to jump through a bunch of hoops, be really organized, or have someone looking out for them that was. Right. Um, so, I mean, that's another, another way. I think you touch on something that's really been in my mind a lot, which is you have to listen to feedback, right? Like today mm-hmm. I was talking with somebody and they're giving me feedback about this idea I'm working on. And it, it's always kind of like, well, man, why are you like, attacking this idea but also at the same time like i understand where you're coming from and i have to learn from that Mm -hmm. and the question that has been plaguing me is or that not plaguing me but that i've been thinking about is how to know when when it's advice that i should take right and all because somebody said do not try to play guitar for a living and you're like no i'm gonna do it and it kept persevering through the the criticism and then there's times we need to stop and listen and know like you know what you're telling me right now is is right and i should and i think being able to determine between those two things is Mm -hmm. really critical Mm. and that's just been on mind i don't know like no it it, it, sometimes the negative like negative constructive criticism or whatever for lack of a better word critiquing yeah 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 sometimes that's great i mean sometimes you are hearing Sometimes it reaffirms what you knew. Right. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I see why this person's saying that. And I, and I don't mean this to like sound stubborn because there are plenty of stubborn artists out there. Maybe I'm one of them. I don't know. But I, sometimes you go, I know why you're saying that, but I also know why I'm, I think I'm still on the right path. Right, right. You know, you, you do ultimately, you have to just believe because you've seen it. You might be the only one that's seen whatever little movie it is in your head or heard the song in your head or seeing whatever it is play out in your head from start to finish. And you're like, I get it. And you have to appreciate that someone's telling you. Right. Um, most people, don't, I mean, indifference is worse. You know I mean? You'd rather someone <laughs> have a feeling. I mean, you know, it. like you know, they're like, ah, I don't know. You know, you're like, well, yeah. I didn't learn anything, but if they go, no, really, I don't know what medium, I don't know what format you're talking about. Was it a film or a TV or a song or was it for th- like, well, like, like what form, what, what, what idea were you bouncing off of somebody? I mean, in this case, uh, Today, it, like using podcasts as content mm-hmm. for digital marketing, right? And yeah, uh, s- selling that to basically a, a service sector. And it, yeah, there was some pushback yeah. on like, well, how do you gauge the like? How are you gauging? And it was like, well, this is a nascent industry that really not a lot of people are doing, and so there's not a lot of data to go off of. No, I mean, no, I honestly, I think, yeah, I see. I mean, I would say because 
because you don't see it every day, it's probably the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that was my I thought. Know yeah. like, I know Nobody, that it's happening, and, right. but I mean, honestly, we've talked about it. Like we've had meetings, you know, like realtor meetings and people mm-hmm. are talking about that kind of stuff. It's not, you have to think outside the box. I think that's great. And I think, mm-hmm. I think it's a good idea. Did we just give away one of your secrets? Cause we don't want to No, do I mean, I'm not but very I, like <laughs> protective of that stuff. It's like that one I'm copyright. Already, yeah. Uh, but we would look love a sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. So in this case we are <laughs> look what already I did LLC'd <laughs> and we're already very far into the like, <laughs> business. But, uh, yeah, as we were discussing some things it just, you know, there was some pushback on it and like, how do you measure success? And it was like, are people going to care? Are they going to respond? It's like, I think the data says yes. And as far as measuring it, we are kind of making it up as we go. Like the measurement of success changes over time with anything. Oh, yeah. And so what success looks like us for us today with this show mm-hmm. is like, Oh my gosh, we got, X number of downloads today. That's mm-hmm. nowhere near some of the top 10. Right. Oh, but like, right. But we yeah. know it's a journey to that point. And I right. think yeah. being able to measure right. that, but, um, yeah. I think that, I think that most stories of somebody doing something original, you know, probably start that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the guy that had the, the first copier machine, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. Xerox machine, you know, like everyone turned him down, you know, it's like, who didn't, no, we don't need copies. That'll never work. I mean, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah. well, because it, I've never seen it before, whoever it was. Cause I've just never seen yeah, it in Rico. action. Well, and so, I, yes, but, I think you're right. And when you see it in action, you think it's great and you missed it already. You probably know, a better but, example oh, yeah. you know. in launching that same guy, right? I use the same mm-hmm. guy to bounce stuff cause I know he's going to be critical. And I think mm-hmm. you have to be, that's a good person to have actually is like yeah. a person that you can just like, here's my idea. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And I was like, we're just going to sit down and talk with creative people every other week for an hour about what? Oh, whatever comes up, you can't do that. Nobody's going to care. No, I think people really will. You know, like, yeah. And so far it's been proven to, it seems to be working. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but I really believed in that concept and the idea of this kind of like the conversation we were recording before you sat down. Right. And like, oh, that just okay. makes the conversation flow from right. one yeah. thing to the next. I think it was because I knew I loved it. You know, like I love those conversations, just overhearing people have a conversation Mm -hmm. and I believed in that concept and you believed in that concept. Mm -hmm. And I think back to your point, I saw the movie in my head. And so I decided to fight through for that thing. That being said, there have been some critiques that came back that were like, Hey, the sound is weird or in the middle, maybe you should have a break. So people have a place to pause and come back. And it's like, man, all that. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. To all those things. Great. And they'll lead to other. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's awesome. The show does change quite a bit. We've had a few different iterations, but I mean, it's all the basic core still there. It's just doing a few different things, Mm -hmm. you know, just small things differently to make it flow better. I I guess where I was coming from on the whole idea was because I actually shot this off to another podcast like a bigger you know they were like give us a topic and i was like i really i'm curious what you guys have to say about this because i think well this is ultimately the the idea of this is like let's talk about being creative everybody's capable of being creative and sometimes we're just getting in our own way mm-hmm. and i think encouraging people how do you encourage somebody to listen to feedback and also ignore it sometimes mm-hmm. right because that's the dance is I remember being 16 and telling my mom, I'm going to play music for a living. And she was like, you should maybe think of a backup plan. I was like, that's people like you is the reason people like me won't make it. <laughs> you know, it was yeah. a real conversation. <laughs> like you've got to believe in me. Turns out she might not have been wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. but 
it's that weird dance. It's a, just a weird thing. And there's probably not a right answer, but I would like, I guess I would encourage people to push through, you know, like maybe if maybe determine what success looks like, like what, what is that immediate measure? Like I played a show in front of 10 people, you know, or I got four guys to show up and, or women to show up and play music with me. Like mm -hmm. that's if you can pull that thing off and then just go to the next little thing, the next little thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's just been something that's been thinking about a lot. We're probably not going to solve it today. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it, it, we, we probably won't solve it today, but, but I, but I, cause I think what happens is, is you, when you're younger and you've got a little more time, um, and you're not necessarily thinking like there's some bottom line or dollar figure, mm -hmm. you know, that's the, isn't that always the catch? I mean, because I, you know, it's like, you have an idea and then it could be learning any new skill. It could be anything. I mean, almost any going to school, getting your doctorate, doing whatever. And then you know how there's that moment where you've kind of peered over the edge and you go, Oh, now I see exactly what this is going to take. Yeah. <laughs> it's you gotta get a, at least get as far as you can to peer over that edge and see whatever that mm -hmm. is. Talk to as many people as you can. Like I said, it could be, could be learning any new skill. It could be anything. It could be climbing a mountain, it could be learning guitar. It could be, whatever. I want to be a professional musician or filmmaker. You're going to get to a point where you go, Oh, I see kind of what it lays out, like what it looks like. Now you see a roadmap. Then you decide, wow, do is this? And I think the most part, the people that know what it is they want to do, they get to that part and they're like, yeah, I kind of figured it'd be, yeah, <laughs> kind of figured being a doctor was hard. Yeah, yeah. How many years? Of yeah, 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 yeah. And and they get through that first one, and then a lot of people drop off. Right. And then you go, and it's like, yeah, I'm just gonna keep. I'm gonna. I got it. You know, it's gonna be hard. Yeah. It's gonna. Be, it's not. You know, I, yeah. I get it. And you gotta explore things. I think at least to that point. To um, them, the the results they're getting are worth the yeah. time they're putting in. And yeah. You're probably always measuring that. Right. Yeah. You know, I think, I think every single thing you enter into has that moment where, where it's just like, Oh, that's what they meant. Yeah. You know, <laughs> thanks mom and dad. They meant really sleeping in a van. You literally are sleeping on someone's tour bus. Feet? You mean like a Dodge caravan? <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it, some people call it, it could be called a bus, you yeah. know, depending on yeah. what country you're in. Yeah. Or um, a VW bus, right? Like the, yeah, <laughs> yeah you can, uh, with oh, a pop oh, and, 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 and you know, it's funny. And like for some people that, that whatever that thing is, that measuring stick is, it might be like, whether it's making a film and there's this like a huge crew or whatever. And you're kind of like, Oh, you mean I got to deal with other people? You know, it's like, oh. oh, I actually have to organize and tell people what to do or be told what to do. You know, it's like there yeah. could be so many different things. Yeah. It could be sleeping in the van might be the easy part for them. It might be, oh, I got to get along with like seven or eight other people. And then it just, so you, you just, you find that thing and go, can I break through that? And can I get through this? And am I going to do it? Yeah. You know, but. If it's, I think that's when people realize, yeah, this is worth it for me. Whatever it takes, I'm just going to, I'm willing to do this I'm thing. just willing to do that. Yeah. You know, I'm willing to figure out what it is. That, so how does a young man mm -hmm. go from Louisiana to mm -hmm. being 
That seems like an interesting journey to me, right? It I've is. never had the opportunity to sit down with... I can't tell you're from Louisiana. The, <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> how right. did you move to Arkansas? like, what? Was it a bus? Yeah. A micro bus? No, but I mean... Because like, I wasn't born. I, I moved, to, I moved to, to southern, like very southern Louisiana, Cajun country, uh, when I was four. Right. And so my parents... I, I believe that people kind of talk more like... I think people talk like their parents. Yeah. 100%. I don't really think it matters where you grow up. I think you pick up habits where you live, but I really think people talk like their parents. My parents weren't from there. So I kind of, my mom was an English masters. And so you I sidetracked. So that, that was not actually where I was going with that of the, the you want like to know how to get to playing with right. yeah. going, like what right. was that journey? Yeah. Yeah, I know we got sidetracked, but no, I know. I was just like, I wonder where this question. <laughs> no, I was like, I, that wasn't a end. question. I was just stating. I wouldn't. Have I guessed. do. I do think we do talk like our parents, though, a hundred percent, because my parents are from nowhere, and it created a weird. Uh, not me. I did when I was a kid when we were living in Washington State. I sounded like an Arkansan. Really? Yeah. So your accent changed? I don't know when. There's times that it comes out, but I, I hear just, a little southern, just, but it's yeah. Not... But I mean, this is just the way I talk. Do I oh, sound right. southern? I no, I don't know what you're saying. I lost. Man, I mean, it's, it's none of the three of us here really. No, no. I mean, well, none of us are or Cajun or whatever. Right. I mean, I mean, I've been here since I was six. Right. So I think I lost a little bit of that like weird a sound from Wisconsin. You still say eggs. I do say eggs. Eggs. And you know what? Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know that was a thing. The word choice yeah. is weird. Cheese like, curds. I know what that is. Yeah. But it took me a long time to go <laughs> to... When I got to school, like I went to public school in the very first recess, I was looking for the bubbler mm-hmm. and nobody knew what a bubbler no, was. No, I have no uh, idea what you're talking about. So I later water discovered fountain. it's a water fountain. Oh, water water okay. cooler, right? water fountain. But a water fountain bubbler. is a naked baby peeing in a pool, like not, like, right? Like it's the little like carved stone. That's a water fountain. Yeah. Okay. A bubbler bubbles you. water oh, and that's what you uh, drink. Weird. And I literally spent a Where's whole day like, I really like... need the bubbler. Like... <laughs> They're like, who are you? They thought it was something shady, or yeah, yeah. It wasn't the pronunciation. It Caviar was the, wishes like, and champagne dreams. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's the vocabulary word that was throwing me off. Oh, it's like, uh, yeah, where is this place? Where's the butler? Yeah, yeah. What's an improper use? Oh, well, we, uh, I learned a new word. <laughs> yeah. What's still? In, it's still incorrect, though. <laughs> yeah, unless it's a you part, up, it's not a thing. Unless you end oh, okay. up in Milwaukee. Yeah, I guess so. Let's not go there. Okay. Hoff and Veffer. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. Bison? No, on uh, Laverne and Shirley. Oh, right, 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 right. Often incorporated, never, that yeah, one. Whatever yeah, whatever Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. I never knew the name. I, the, I always got the, the I always just yeah. mumbled over that Yeah, part. me too. I was just like, Mom, <laughs> what are they saying? She's like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'd sing along and just kind of go, blah, 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 incorporated. <laughs> That's beer? <laughs> um, but no, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't have a Cajun accent. I, I understand. I grew up in that culture. I, I understand those people when they talk. I can talk back to them, as, you know, appropriate, you know, whatever, but. I talk like my mom and dad who just kind of speak real, you know, straight edge. Are they Midwestern? No. You know, what's funny is my mom's actually from Texas. My dad's from the Carolinas, but I think, you know, we just traveled a lot and she was an English major and didn't let us, you know, have, try to have bad habits. Right. You know, you're going to pick up enough of those bad grammar, wherever it is. You're right. She wouldn't let you say right. bubbler. Right. That's what you're. I never <laughs> knew that word. No. no. And if there's a Cajun word for it, I never, I didn't, I didn't hear it. Water hose. Yeah. Maybe. Could be. Or just the just the yeah the water fountain yeah that's what it was here too. Do you say yeah. uh, pop or soda or we never said Coke? I never said pop. Everything was a Coke. What kind of Coke do you want? Yeah, kind of. I mean, like we we yes, c- 
Coke was sort of interchangeable yeah. from what yeah, I remember. Coca... Soft drink or Coke was just interchangeable. Yeah. Isn't Didn't Coke use pop. a thing here? Because I started in fast food. Well, there's... I remember people would be like, and I want a Coke with that. And I would like get a Coke immediately. And they're like, no, I want a Sprite. And I was like, that's No, not... it's, so there are certain restaurants I've been in growing up. And this mm-hmm. other guy that I know is like, what kind of Coke you want? Mm-hmm. It's just associated carbonated beverage. What kind of Coke you want? Yeah. Yeah. The br- yeah. Weird, isn't it? Strange. It's like saying bubbler. I think I say, <laughs> do I say soda or soft drink? I don't know. I say pop. I say soft drink. I think I say soft drink. I think I say soft drink. I, I, I heard pop, but it definitely wasn't used. No, in it, it is not here. Yeah. It's not a regional thing here, but my parents lived in Washington State mm-hmm. until we moved here. But I think, and my dad, mom and dad are from Arkansas, so it would have been uh, whatever they say Soft here. drink or Coke. Right. Well, rare, because mm-hmm. they never had them. But like, you know, yeah. go up there, and that's what they said in Washington yeah. State, and you come here, and it's popping, and everyone's like, where are you from? I was like, Prairie Grove, Arkansas. I don't, yeah, I really don't remember, though. <laughs> I just say, I usually say carbonated beverage, with a question mark, just because. It throws people. It's kind of, <laughs> right. Probably- it is safe. <laughs> I think I'm going to have a carbonated beverage. Sody water. A, a, a carbonated sody water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> SARS barreler. Mm-hmm. What happened? Um, <laughs> get back to the... Uh, we, just went, we just went to the Big Lebowski, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you get the bar. Sometimes there's a man. <laughs> he, he abides. Mm-hmm. I'm out. <laughs> so back to... Uh, how did you go from Louisiana to... To well, here, to, to being on tour I, well, and stuff and like yeah. that. Well, I guess the question, like, was the idea, I feel like that's not a thing that a lot of people wake up and they're like, one day I'm going to play guitar for this artist, right? Like, I mean, mm. maybe people think that, but no, no, I think I, that I, seems like an interest, like there has to be an interesting journey to that. Well, no, but when I was in Louisiana and I, and, and, and in my first band, you know, as a teenager, um, we believed that that's what we were going to do. Right. I mean, like we, we were really, really, really <laughs> multiple, really yeah. sure. And yeah. I mean, to the point where we moved to kind of be in the same state together. So when we came to Arkansas, um, you know, other people came, you know, and our drummer came and, uh, what's funny on a side note, anyone in Northwest Arkansas, there's a whole slew of saints fans and people from Southern Louisiana that all kind of, we all kind of came up in the, yeah. in the late eighties and we all knew each other. There's a bunch of new Orleans and, and Louisiana. And so that's uh, from, yeah. you know, we were, it's because the, of you guys. Well, yeah. no, it, also AKA Katrina. It's a, no, this is in this the is 80s. way before Katrina. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Saying after. Yeah. 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 And we have more now. We have yeah. more now and they yeah. found us, you know? Right. Um, Neat. yeah, absolutely. But, uh, it was, it was, it was, it was kind of like it, the, cause the economy got really bad in Southern Louisiana and the, the oil dropped out in like the mid eighties. So mm. a lot of people that weren't from there originally, like my family and some other families, we, we moved and Northwest Arkansas, you know, the rest is history there because the economy's decent here. It's always growing. It's still been growing since the eighties. Um, thanks certain small corporation <laughs> turned big. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. And then several other, a lot and a know, lot of other ones, and a lot of other ones, yeah. you know, in its wake. But, um, no, I mean, we just kind of assumed, I mean, like we, and I think that the, you know, I think you kind of have to have that sort of ignorance and, and what and band was this? It was a band called B. The name was B B E. Oh, and, um, we, you know, even though we grew up together in Louisiana, we kind of formed reformed here right. in Fayetteville in, um, 
88. Okay. The summer of 88. So we kind of, we started playing together in Louisiana and then we moved up here. Ended up going to college here, you know, became Razorbacks and got totally into this, in, into Northwest Arkansas and, and loved it and how beautiful it was in the fall and, you know, knew we really wanted to be here and try to base out of here and play. I mean, because when you're here, Nashville, Memphis, Kansas City, Tulsa, Dallas, you're not that far from We're those. really centrally located. Yeah. People don't quite understand how close we are yeah. to every, right. like yeah. all this other stuff. I think, I think that ultimately with that, particular band with that project i don't i think it probably would have worked better on one of the coasts right um it was kind of progressive rock you know it was sort of like u2 meets the beatles meets rush you know and 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 though individually those were all very successful um it was a weird mix of things and i think that tough market in arkansas exactly and though we man we ended up having this amazing fan base did it for like 13 or 14 years put out six records oh wow Toured the, toured the U.S., you know, flirted with some record labels for most of that time. You know, nothing ever, nothing ever happened. I mean, right. it's the same old story. It's like you try, you know, had a publishing deal for a minute and stuff like that and had some songs on TV. Like, there were some minor, minor successes. And in having a career that actually we did make a living doing it for a, for a minute mm-hmm. and doing it that long, trying that long, I should say, and actually making a living for part of it and putting out, getting to see the Nashville studio scene we got to see the end of those days. We got to see when digital recording started. We got to see before the internet when you had to go put up flyers. Right. But then when the internet happened, being a part of a career that was that long, even in a band where like our biggest tours would be two, like two vehicles, like a van and a, a like a trailer and like two cars on a trailer. And we had a PA, had a small crew, you know, right. we tried. You meet a lot of people. So like, and if you don't piss off everyone you meet along the way, some of those people go on and do things. And if you keep in touch with those people, those relationships come back. And and in 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 this case, um, made friends with with a guy here in town named Clay James. He's from Fort Smith, right? And we were in some projects together outside of our own bands that we were in, and just you know we became really good friends. And he ended up totally randomly, uh, which is another story, becoming part of touring the touring industry world major tours that has to do with a lot of the tech stuff that had never really been done before. And has right. to do with like big pop shows that, um, play back the tracks on the side, you know, and it's, as shows got more elaborate, they needed a lot more, they needed a lot more control coming from one space. Right. So as technology caught up to that, you could have a guy and computers playing a few bells and whistles audio wise, but it's also helping control lights. It's helping control everything. And, so as shows got more complicated, he was just, he got in on that, on the cutting edge of it. And so I kind of c- kept up with that stuff and okay. knew that software and all that stuff and learned a little bit about producing just enough to be dangerous. But I ended up having to fill in for him on some shows on the, on the crew. Right. And then long story longer, you know, they always say right place, right time. I'm on the crew for seal. Mm-hmm. I, before that I'd been on the crew with, uh, Black Eyed Peas, um, some Disney artists at the time. It would have been Hannah Montana. She's Miley Cyrus now. Right, right. Um, other Disney, a lot of the Disney acts because he was kind of tied into that. And there was a lot of work with that because they needed that kind of service. Right. Um, and there I was. And then years later, you just get closer and closer in that bubble, that bubble of trust around 
an artist and when there was no one else there and he needed, you know, someone to sit in and play guitar, his, one of the other crew guys goes, get Mark. Cause they knew I had a 15 year, really much longer than that before. Right. And honestly, it, I just, it was just this acoustic show. It was like a private show and he wanted to kind of, it was kind of like a karaoke thing. So he's kind of singing track. It's almost like singing somebody's birthday party, but a little more elaborate than that. <laughs> right. <laughs> If you have the money to for seal the singing yacht birthday party, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. And he did a lot of in a, a lot a lot of artists make their bread and butter that way. I right. mean, like I looked into mm, getting Benfolds one time. You can out of my price range, but maybe now I don't know. But you uh, can get the, you can hire anybody. <laughs> I, name it, and I've and over the years I've gotten to hear what their prices are. I mean, it's everything from you know there might be somebody that's five grand, there might be someone that's five million. Yeah, but. Every they love those shows. It's a, the, you know, a corporate show or a private event because it's the money's up front or, or not up front, but it's pretty much guaranteed. You don't have to worry about selling merch, selling seats. Right. You know what you're getting going in. You know what you're getting coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's it's not really a commercial for your product, so it's not the same. A tour is like a commercial for whatever you're doing. Right. At the time, not all tours make money in and of themselves. It's kind of. Like you're advertising whatever it is you're 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 you know selling. Like they say that now a theatrical release of a film is just the commercial for when it comes out on DVD or streaming. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. That's just the commercial. It doesn't have to make money. Then they, if it does, you know you're going to be fine. <laughs> right. But that's just sort of the ad. Right. That's kind of touring and in, 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 other than the giant ones, it's that's kind of the th- same thing. Oh, we're halfway there. Here's oh, point. We're living on a prayer. I'm praying you don't. <laughs> not, 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 That's not, not fair. <laughs> okay, I don't anyway, know. Um, Delirious. Did we mention that in the beginning? <laughs> this, yeah. All right. <laughs> this, but I, this is a great interview. Yeah. And yeah. Mark is just the most genuine, caring guy. Mm-hmm. He's just super sweet to be around and spend time with. Um, and if you have a chance, you should definitely check out his band Honey Jack. So you can see, a like a world traveled, I would say world class musician, mm-hmm. um, play locally. I mean, he plays at George's with some regularity and Honey Jack is a great band. Yeah. Um, totally worth checking out and a lot of fun. So check them out. But I think we owe a winner, a winner, mm-hmm. winner, shh. Look what I did shirt winner. A winner of a look what I did shirt. So mm. we just made a post. We said this is a contest. If you tagged people in that post and they started following us, mm-hmm. so new people that weren't following us already, then that gave you one entry to win. Yeah. And after we reached into our magic bag of people picking tricks, we have a winner. A winner. Uh, I'm Fake not drum, drum rolls. I'm gonna quit doing yeah, that. Yeah, that was like a that, purr. Yeah, kitten, it did sound a, weird. A, a yeah, purr. I felt weird about so, it. So just us rambling will be the new drum roll. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> okay, and it is Mrs. Dela Doss Ooh. of Doss Hoss Cookie Co. Ooh. And if you need some cookies, you should order them because yeah. it's going to be Mother's Day soon Ooh, and graduation soon. It may be too late to get these cookies, but get on top of those 4th of July cookies. Yeah. And whatever you celebrate in June. Other. What do you yeah. celebrate in June? Father's Day cookies. That too. Yeah. Nobody to... ever gets cookies for Father's Day. I'll buy myself some. Yeah. I'll buy you some and you buy me some. Okay. Deal. Deal. Well. Dayla, we're going to have to Dayla. place an order. 
We're placing an order. Um, will you accept a t-shirt as payment for <laughs> Dela, <laughs> thank sticker? you so much for supporting the show. Thank you. Thank you for being a guest on thank the show. You. Thank you, everybody, for sharing this right. with other people. Please continue to yes. tag people. Please spread the word. It does so much for us. This show is doing mm-hmm. so well. We're super excited about what right. we have in store this year. Um, thanks for coming along for the ride. Subscribe yeah. right now. Tell a friend right now. And please, please, please leave us a review on iTunes if yeah. that's what you're listening through. That goes a long way to getting Very us up way. higher on the list and some other people discovering what's going on around mm-hmm. you, the creators you know and love, the stories you've gotten to hear. So just share this with everybody. Yeah. Subscribe. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate it. Yeah. And with that, back at it. Back to Mr. Mark. So we were at a promotional or, or a private, it was a private event and he's doing a, a kind of like a karaoke thing where he's singing a tr- to track, singing a few songs and everyone's, you know, freaking out and blah, blah, blah. Well, he wanted to do play some on his acoustic and just to kind of, cause he really likes to sit down and just play his guitar. And that's kind of how he started. Right. Well, he needed some help on a couple things. He couldn't play a couple things. And before I knew it, I, I was playing with him. And then before I knew it, I was writing with him. So it goes from, I was in a band my whole life slugging it out in a Bronco in a trailer broken down in Mississippi or wherever (laughs) to not really doing that. I was on the crew to someone had a need. I was just there. Then I start riding with them. And then I was with him for five world tours and a couple or or I'm I'm on one of his albums. Right. Um, a couple of the albums he did when I was with him were like cover records and they were done by big bands and stuff. Right. Um, Big band meaning horns and things. <laughs> like, like, I'm not like a trumpet orchestra. I'm not a trumpet player. <laughs> yeah. um, you mean Kiss wasn't backing? Yeah, 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 his yeah exactly. What? But um, but yeah, yeah. Where I was needed, I filled in and 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 uh, kind of kept up the crew work on the side. Sometimes, you know, when it wasn't a full time job, I kept those contacts. Um, and then when Seal started slowing down and wasn't able to pay everybody, uh, you know, you gotta you gotta pay people, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, it's a big yeah. machine. Mm-hmm. And when that slows down, you know, people start splitting off and you find your thing. So I went back to, to doing the playback thing. And, and so I'd be on the side of the stage by the monitor guy, um, kind of calling the show like a TV director. Right. Kind of yeah. saying, everybody stand by for so-and-so coming up right. with this song and they all hear me. And that was, um, I did that for Demi Lovato and Gwen Stefani. Oh, that's cool. Jeez. And um, those are great. They're great. Always really cool to me and yeah. good tours and the money's great. But you get to where your son's growing up and he only knows you on a computer screen. Yeah. And, um, this tale comes around. That tale comes around. <laughs> and, and so you kind of go, yeah, you know what, what is it? And then the money thing's not what everybody thinks either, because I think you, you alluded to this earlier. You're, there's some situations where you can get some retainer and you're making a little bit of money when you're at home, but you really are only making money when you're gone. Mm-hmm. The second you step out the door and get on the plane, that's, that's that paycheck. Right. There's not a lot of free rides. Right. So unless you've had the publishing thing build up and you can afford those gaps between work or you have some other thing like real estate where you get through those gaps and those work, it's, it's like anything else. It's a, it's a total, um, it's a, just a wheel. I mean, you're just on it and it's like, oh, those guys just go from one tour to the next. And when you can tell halfway through one, they're just looking for the next one. Yeah. So well, their life is always on the road. Even I think you hear this sometimes with like big actors who like they get that job, they get a really big payday mm-hmm. and then there can be, you don't know when the next job is coming in yeah. and right. how you handle yeah. that financially in between. Mm-hmm. But that's a tough life. It's like a 
farmer in a weird way where like that crop comes in and you've really got to manage that well, well and the mm-hmm. weather can totally can totally blow it so like oh yeah co- i didn't think about kind that. of an equi- yeah. well it, it's, it's all a gamble and the equivalent of that is is that what i started to run into not to mention i was sort of you know looking to do something that kept me in Ar- in northwest arkansas right and and I, I mentioned this earlier i really am interested in in making them you know developing the, the the artistic and music scene here right because I, I i mean i'm not saying i'm going to single-handedly do it i'm way behind in that i want to help and support those that are it's, right it, right um because if i'm going to be here then i want to do it here you know mm-hmm. and and you don't have to you know i'm so i'm not going to be on the plane tomorrow again if that's what i've decided then let's pour some energy into this community in this you know this place making it, some strides with the roots festival yeah that thing is oh yeah it's amazing exploded oh it's yeah. amazing and yeah. then the bentonville film festival and there's, there's yeah. just there's, oh, there's, heck yeah. there's great stuff here i mean mm-hmm. you know we've got the amp mm-hmm. now you know yep um and the new the new band i'm in called honey jack we got to open for sticks at the amp that's cool um yeah. which was great and the music coming through there is yeah they've really elevated the shows that mm-hmm. they're pulling in oh it's, through the it's amp. awesome it's been great and that's you know in the 80s this it wasn't like that here and, and Late I still 90s had loved that it. had that indie punk rock thing that Chris Selby was doing right mm-hmm. like yeah that was that was when we were kind of a little more in it, it was like mm-hmm. late 90s early 2000s mm-hmm. and Fables had a good run of luck of people that legitimately care about having quality absolutely yeah. creativity happening yeah. here yeah. and that that conversation comes up a lot of like we have people that are willing to invest their time and energy into mm-hmm. supporting artistic endeavor yeah. theater squared yeah no I've, I've worked with them yeah yeah i've actually gotten to i've worked i have been an employee of theirs for a bit because i they um i got to be the music director on one of their shows and then i got to compose some music for one of the original things that bob That's ford wrote cool and i mean I, I loved it i mean i'm not really a theater guy you know but i was like whatever it is let's just yeah i mean yeah. So let's look back to just try to say yes to every you know i was trying to say yes say yes say yes i knew it was gonna be time consuming i knew it, you know it wouldn't pay all the bills you know what i'm saying but right. it's like just speaking of which i don't know how those theater actors make it like <laughs> i don't know how the they ban. make it <laughs> it's the same story the you have thing. to love it it's I the mean, same like, story yeah love 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 it because mm. man it's that's a tough one yeah i mean i don't know what level you got to get to to make a bank at that but I just the little I dipped my toe into the, the theater square. I love all those people know now and know them well. And you know, I don't go enough. I need to go more because I yeah. think, gosh, what they're doing is amazing. Can't wait to see the new building. I was listening to you the know. Battlestar Galacticast today. Mm-hmm. And it's like they go through every episode of Battlestar Galactica, but they were talking about the fact that the, the back... not the seventies one, right? No, no, no. The, yeah. the early two thousand. Yeah. I loved it. Saw every episode. It's loved an amazing it. show, but they were yeah. talking about the fact that the, the actors, the background actors on the ship, were the same for the entire run of the series. You had actors that never said a single word the entire run because it would have cost more money. And the show was made mm-hmm. on like a shoestring budget. Yes. They couldn't afford for this person to talk. That person did that job for whatever the base <laughs> pay oh, rate is like per day, whatever. As a background player for seven years like how much passion does it take i believe in this show so much i'm yeah. gonna do it for the least amount of money wonder, a person can be paid <laughs> that's awesome and i wonder if like the schedule was such that they could 
do others like do side gigs? May, they would have uh, to. I mean, yeah, like wait tables. Later. I mean, no, maybe, maybe, and maybe it was living in Vancouver. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're what, right. what other shows there That's are? That's some serious. Like, yeah, yeah, I could be a guy that stands in the corner. I'm good yeah. at that. And I, can, yeah, I was a tree. Yeah. Like it, I think it was Katie Sackoff. Maybe she was talking about the fact that like one of her best friends on set, they they were talking later, and she was like, "You were there the whole time." He's like, "Yeah." Never said a word. Yeah, <laughs> like never, the entire never like one of her good friends on set never could talk. Like just <laughs> because it was an extra twelve hundred dollars a day. That's if a he gig. Talked. That's you know, a, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Being an extra is a gig. Yeah. Wow. I mean, and that's the thing is you just Some serious passion. You find your thing if whatever it is, man. If you're getting a paycheck, you hang on to that thing. Yeah. But um, but now it's I. So yeah. So I mean, I think that after. Once I decided, okay, I'm going to come, you know, I'm going to stay in Northwest Arkansas, I'm gonna, you know, raise my son here and live here. And, and, and what's the first thing I did? It was like, well, I got to start another band. I mean, <laughs> like, well, that's going to happen. The music's going to happen. I was, I was like, well, that's going to happen. So right. that's the first thing I did was, was start writing with somebody and, and, uh, and now you know that's been going two year year and a half yeah uh, the honey jack it seemed for it's like been three years for me but like the first year was sort of was sort of me and 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 uh my writing partner in that uh tj scarlet sort of we didn't really have a band like we didn't know what it was going to be we were kind of making this record without a band right so we were kind of piecemealing together playing all the instruments or, or or farming them out what we couldn't do um or programming them or whatever and it was like, okay, we know what it is. And now we're like, oh, I guess we got to do it live. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So, you know, and now, and, you know, we played at George's the other day and then gotten to play at the amp. And so it's been great. So, so yeah. I'm just glad to, I'm glad to still be doing something. And, and, uh, it's not the, like, it gets to be sitting next to another career. It doesn't have to be put all your yep. eggs. I, it I, takes some pressure off of it, I guess, is what I I'm had that conversation with somebody today because she mm-hmm. was talking about, like, I'm almost done with school and I'm starting to make decisions that stick, right? Mm-hmm. And I was talking about, like, we really thought we were going to make it. There was that period of time, you know, we played in this band for a really long time. And then yeah. there was this, like, but I really want to be a dad and I really want to have, and, like, I know I'm going to need stability for that. Mm-hmm. And, like, how can I do that thing on the side in a different way, you know? And, like, that's a, it's tough to make that choice sometimes, Yeah. but then you do get to do, like finding ways that you can kind of let that outlet happen, right? Like I'm going to write mm-hmm. these goofy songs for the person that cuts my hair mm-hmm. and get to work with a really cool guy that I mm-hmm. wouldn't have gotten to work with, mm-hmm. you know, if I wasn't still trying to find an outlet for it. And then right. that lets me have that expression and lets me get it. out. It of go, and it goes back to that thing. You're trying to say yes, mm-hmm. because what happens is, is what, like, and I, I kind of like with the theater squared thing, like I, I, it wasn't the most convenient thing at the time. Like I, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this and sign this contract yeah. and we're going to do that. And it's going to be this amount of work. And it's going to be this amount of money. And then you just go, okay, yes. And you just kind of close your eyes and go, okay, here we go. But that has led to other con- connections. That's led to other things. You know, I got to work on another one with them where I was composing, got, you know, cool. maintained touch with them. Um, you know, you and I met because of, you know, Chrissy, which half a fable is met because yeah, knows Chris. You know, yeah, yeah, because yeah. the hair club. But but um, you when you do the when you venture out and outside your comfort area or whatever it is, and if you don't know what's going to happen, you don't you don't really know. So yeah. it was always uh, like you, you talk to people and you hear people talk about different things. Like I do this professionally. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. You never think about the off season. 
mm-hmm. you know, or what are these people doing between shows or, yeah. you know, all this stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, to me, you have this, like, I have this glamorized version of like, mm-hmm. oh, you're just playing music. And when you're not playing music, you know, you're sitting back in your big house or partying know, or, or whatever. partying. Yeah. yeah, yeah or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I think, and I think that, <clears throat> I think that that vision of that is real because it's real because we've seen it be real for very, 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 very big artists. Right. Right. And, 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 and I I was saying earlier, there's an actual middle class version of that where you kind of, you have to schedule things Mm -hmm. and you have to, because if you don't, you're not going to hit your bottom line at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas, you know, the glamorized version of it is, well, that exists because they don't, if they don't, if they miss a, they're not going to miss a payment because they know there's money coming. Like they know there's money coming from certain things that are already in place. But yeah, no, you, you, you try to keep it structured. And then when kids are involved, you, you have to be more structured with your time. Yeah. So I think it's just getting, I think it's just getting, try to work, you know, smarter. And, and when you say, when you have a project in your head, you guys know when you have an idea, it's hard to say it's done and it's released. Wow. Like, whoa, I actually finished something and it's like, I'm done. Like it's, I'm, I'm letting it go. You know, I might be the release too early into the world. Sometimes person I'm like, Hey, good enough. No, 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 no. You know well, what? Think so. it's fine. No, I, I think that's awesome. I, I, I think that's awesome. And I definitely have the opposite. I have the opposite problem, but I think that what you'd find is there's people that don't even, they just won't, even if it's, they, even if it really isn't a good spot, it, it's hard to say, mm, let go. There it is, man. It's out yeah, in the world because yeah. then you're open to your, it's subject to all that criticism on all the big, uh-huh. the big, bad, you know, p- people out there. But, uh, no, that's amazing. Like if you're one of those people that are, it's like, yep, it's cool. It's done on to the next thing. I envy you actually. There's a um, downside. I mean, there's definitely like things could definitely be better because of that. Right. Like you, you don't yeah. take the time to edit. It took me a long, I, started as a writer mm-hmm. and so it was like well that that sense is on paper that's good enough and then the first time someone was like well what if you did this it was mm-hmm. it was like well that's the best i can do just take that thing and run with that and it was yeah. hard for me to <laughs> yeah right like i mean we yeah. would write songs sometimes where it was like mm-hmm. well those made up words came out so that's the song now you I'm know like the and music like... on this one <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, like you know thing? you know you know what that the, the they call that demoitis yeah, so where, I have where, yeah, so, where yeah. it's like I was really kind of enamored with that initial spark. Surely it can't get any better. And and then and 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 you know what? Sometimes it's not. I'm not saying that the, this is where it's art. It's not right or wrong. There's no right. I'm not going to tell you what the rule book is. You know, I I'm I don't want to tell anyone what the rule book is. I just know what that process feels like. And when you go. Oh, what if you kind of have to go down some rabbit holes sometimes just mm-hmm. to see where that idea is going to go. It, and then you can always reel it back. I you remember know? the first time I wrote lyrics with another person like that had mm-hmm. always been my thing. Mm-hmm. I wrote the lyrics and the first time I wrote with another person, I was like, man, this song is so much better than anything <laughs> you write. Like yeah. didn't say and, that out loud. <laughs> and it started to become this kind of like, Oh, maybe. And I've really become enamored recently with the idea some of this may have actually started. No, I'd done a little bit of work beforehand. There was a person right before you that, where mm-hmm. I was like, I have the bones of something. You want to work on this together? Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, we're getting 
much better results from bringing like from editing, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Trying. You, you know, and the project has, to be, the project has to be right. Not just, you know, not just the partnership, but you know, pretty quick when the sum of the parts is going to be great. Right. And it's like, Oh yeah, this is, <laughs> that was terrible. You know, but, but of course it wasn't terrible. It's just, you've, you've let it get to something else instead of just saying I'm, it's precious. Yeah. And, and I so think when you're 18 or 16, it's like, well, it's mine and this is the reflection of me and it's gotta be me. Mm-hmm. And it is too precious and you have yeah. a hard time letting go. You ha- uh, that's the, I think, you know, you were asking about, a, I don't think you even asked me, you worded it this way, but I, I heard it as how someone young or whatever, you know, I, if I were giving someone advice right now, I wouldn't even, I mean, the, 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 the landscape has changed so mm-hmm. much as far as how things are released and how they're um, consumed from, from when I would have been their age. I think you it's know? just put it on YouTube and say something controversial. Yeah, yeah, I it, think that will it's, be the... It certainly is. That certainly is one of the... Clickbait. Unfortunately, that might be the thing. It's the thing right now. Yeah. And, 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 mm-hmm. and if history, you know, tells us anything, that won't be what it is tomorrow, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's the don't let anything become too precious. If if things aren't working, mm-hmm. if, unless you if you just stumble onto that pot of gold, good for you. You know you you won the lottery. That's awesome. And if the lottery just means you know you got a million clicks or whatever, whatever that it looks like to that person, but don't let take the Chris. You know, take the criticism. Don't let it be too precious. Get better at just get better at it. You know, I mean, it's gonna happen. It, it, the more you do it, this may have circled back a little bit, I think to the preciousness conversation of when to let go and when to know to mm-hmm. hold on And there, maybe that internal monologue with yourself of, I really think it needs to be this thing and realizing that nobody's listening. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Like then like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really if you're cool okay. with that, if like, you're okay with that, then, then that's let fine. that be. Yeah, but absolutely. if the thing is that you want to evoke a reaction in people, which most filmmakers, probably most musicians, like most people, at least the ones you know, right? Because they're putting it in front of you. Like they're arguably trying to get some reaction. So you have to listen to that audience reaction. Mm -hmm. That conversation I think comes up a lot of like, do you play all the greatest hits or do you play the new stuff? Mm -hmm. It's a delicate balance. Like you need both a little, you know, and you've got to listen. Right. And I, I think in that sense, that's the same thing. Don't be too precious with it in that if there's an audience there to give them what they want, it's not, it's okay. It's like, you have, to, you can't just go, no, I'm going to only do my new stuff. And you know, cause that's another way of looking at yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. You, you have to, it's, it's the, without that person listening or reading or whatever, you know, it is you're doing, you don't really have, you don't have anything. <laughs> I think, you know, if it's good enough for you to do it, if you're cool with it being a hobby yeah, and, and, and yeah. then like I'm saying, I'm not going to tell you to do it differently. Right. I'm just saying, but if you need other people to be a part of that journey, it, you, you gotta ha- you're going to have yeah. something that's not that you have to let go of. Mm-hmm. And it's great because it's going to be better for it. You I know? think we as a yeah. consumer sometimes make it tough on people because at first we're like, wow, this is different. This is new. Mm-hmm. Give me more of this really great new thing. But then if that artist 
gives you new again, you're like, no, 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 no. Right. Like, you stay the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Have yeah. this group give us yeah. new. It's like, like their freshman album was <laughs> yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And they went on with the cover album mm-hmm. six albums later, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. But I think that, like, it's, yes, I did want that, but not from you. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, fu- yeah. that's, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. I think we're I think, hard on artists that well, way. Well, no, like, I, man, I think, I think people can do that with anything. I think you can do it with their favorite restaurant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I think you literally do it with anything. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I you say know. artists, but I think like anything yeah. you consume, yep. yeah, tough yep. on the yeah. creator of consumption. Like mm-hmm. Walmart's the greatest thing in the world. Now it's not like, right. like, well, they're just trying to it's, do the I same think, mission, you know, yeah. like they're trying to yeah. continue to meet your needs. Like, mm-hmm. and the cool the, thing about a film or an album or a song or something that you really love, I mean, it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they did it like that let it it's okay you know you have to let you know you have to let people be what they're going to turn into you know be glad that they're doing it yeah you know? and but if the remix works take it and it you, like oh sequelitis or whatever like i wonder if oasis yeah, thought that hey butch yeah. big <laughs> when they released wonderwall butch big made an entire career off of, well he made many careers but one his initial career was remixes what was it really mm-hmm. so but he did Butch Fig didn't do, he didn't produce uh, Oasis, right? The original Wonderwall that album. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I, so I Butch, was just making, oh, yeah. making a, starts, a song that's been covered so much. If I understand. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize. I I didn't know. I knew he came from something. I knew he came from producing. But before he had his his the big breaks and with Nirvana. Right before and garbage. Yeah and yeah, before, yeah yeah yeah. No, I mean no. Like even before Nirvana, yeah. I don't know how he landed there. I didn't know that it was like was it was it? remixes. Yeah, I didn't know it, that. The, like, yeah, it was. I was watching a documentary about the studio, mm-hmm. and that was the like. Was he it that work? Was the studio the one that got bought in L.A. that that documentary, or was it another? No, one? it's the Wisconsin studio. I think. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh right, which is yeah. where garbage and all them. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I know what you're talking about. And so yep. that, anyway, it doesn't. Yeah. But I do think just that whole world is funny to me. Of like, we want something new. But if we're familiar with you, we want it to feel feel familiar, familiar. Mm-hmm. But if it's too familiar, you're just riffing yeah. on yourself over yeah. and over. Yeah. You know, like we are very difficult it's, as it's, consumers because mm-hmm. we don't know what we want. This is like, the same <laughs> as before. I wanted something different, but the same. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it is. Yeah. I, I I think people and everyone's a critic, and yeah, we all have instant access to everything. Well, now, like when a big when a big show comes up or or tour of any kind. You have to be able to just watch it on YouTube before they decide if they're even gonna. Mm. Like, there's the discovery process of almost everything has changed. Mm-hmm. Movie trailers or everything has changed the way it was. I'm not saying it's bad; it's just changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to sound like an old man or whatever. It's gonna change, but um, it makes you think differently when you, you know, back to this whole thing about the creative process. When people enter into a creative process, they're already thinking of the marketing, like. You're already thinking, what's the what's something I know I'm gonna have to check off the list, or this is gonna die, you yeah. know? Um, but that's just kind of what we're what we're where we're where we're at right now. And you have to, if you're gonna create in this in this, you have to abide by those rules, whether it be podcasts or whatever. I had this you know? conversation with a person the other day who grew up in the '70s, right? Like, mm-hmm. was an adult in the '70s. Oh, right. Okay. And she kind of alluded to this idea that like now everybody has a camera and so like they're taking photos of food and, and kind of like 
it's too easy, right? There's too much access to it. And so we started to kind of have this conversation of, yeah, but like the fifties is kind of like the real accessibility of the electric guitar. And then it gets into every garage and it gets into, you know, it starts moving to these places and nobody looks back at the seventies and say, Oh, there was just too much good music coming out of the seven. Right. Like was there were the, I mean, the seventies is looked on very fondly by a large group of people. Yeah, Aaron, that's maybe fine. not you. No, I'm, I, I am. I'm one of them, but yeah. I'm one of them. I, I know more like, than I know. More people having yeah. access to being able to make music. Yeah. <clears throat> or didn't... make films cheaply. Exactly. Or there's probably a lot of junk in the seventies, but there's a lot of really great stuff. And so yeah. maybe everybody can take a photograph, but I am surrounded by amazing images mm-hmm. capturing moments in life. Oh yeah. All the time. There's also a lot of junk to sift through, mm-hmm. but I think, Whatever yeah. that, you know, like we have a lot of digital content, video, music, et cetera. Mm. And there's probably more great stuff than we can get our hands on. I don't know if that's a, I don't think that's a bad thing. Well, everyone can, you can record in your house too. You used to have to go rent out a big a mm-hmm. studio, even a tiny. Did you go to the studio with me? You know. Uh, it used to be so expensive and so hard and time consuming. Yeah, it's like when you had, you were on a clock. I've got mm-hmm. my phone. The other thing was, was you were on a clock. Well, and just like when they were making films. Yeah. It was film. Yeah, it was super. You rehearsed. Expensive. You rehearsed that thing a hundred times because they'd start running the film, and they wouldn't get it. They didn't have they miles yeah. and miles of it, and they were gonna have to develop it, and they're gonna have to edit it. Mm-hmm. Now there's whole genres of movies made where it's improvised on purpose. Yep. Because they don't. That, that's one. There's one cost that's gone. So now let's just you guys just have fun. Here's the point of the scene. Mm-hmm. Go Blair Witch Christopher Guest Try to make each other laugh Christopher the, the, all, Guest All the Christopher, Christopher Guest All the Christopher Guest movies yeah. um, You see it in a lot of Modern comedies now mm-hmm. Where it's like I know for a fact You can tell the guy Was trying to make the other guy laugh Well it's because They didn't rehearse It's just I'm not, It's not bad Right It's a different craft Because before it was Know your lines bef- Like be prepared mm-hmm. When you get to set Rehearse it a lot. If you have a you know super hardcore director like Stanley Kubrick or someone, you're gonna you're gonna rehearse it a hundred times and film it fifty. Right. And it's there, and it's gonna be do it as it is. It's yeah. it's just a different thing because well, they don't have to pay for film now. People have to yep. pay to go to a recording studio now. It's they still do. The, right. You know, they don't have to pay for you know. That, I mean that camera looks amazing. I I wouldn't even know hardly know what to do with it. Because everyone has it on their phone. Yeah. It doesn't mean that there's not something cool coming from the phones. Right. So I, I, I think the way you described it, it was just, I think it's just sort of a, ha- a glass half empty or half full thing. Yeah. How you look I, at I, it. Because I, I, I think and, that uh, the next person, your same age, same demographics and everything, you could, we could find someone right now that would be like, it's terrible. Yeah. Like I For hate sure. it. All yeah. the bad music that's out there, all the bad movies that are out there. And it's like, I don't know. I, I think. I think so there's a right. lot of noise because anybody can, mm-hmm. you know, I literally, I got new studio monitors and I was like, Aaron, listen to this random thing I made up. And he's yeah. like, we should use that for the outro. But I literally <laughs> what, sat there and like mean? clicked and yeah. dropped some loops in and I'm like, <laughs> I made this thing. Yeah. And, it's good. Uh, cool. and it's not terrible, <laughs> but so anybody can generate it. So there's a lot of noise, but I think in order to rise above that noise, I have to have a very clear, distinct vision Mm -hmm. and so when i get something really good when i get a walking dead or a game of thrones or Mm -hmm. whatever that thing might be right man it's amazing you can name more bands 
from the 70s probably than you can from the 40s or the 20s, right? Like mm -hmm. there's more stuff happening there and there mm -hmm. was more to sift through at the time, but you got some really great stuff yeah. there. And it sticks and around. Not, I mean, for my age, I think the 90s is like one of the greatest musical times of all time. Like that right. defines what I think is good. <laughs> Did you and like Radiohead? So. Is that kind of stuff? I or? like early Radiohead. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, computer, like, mm -hmm. right, that era. Yeah. Um, they got a little too mm -hmm. experimental for me. I'm a very, like, lyric. Yeah. It wasn't song, it wasn't song based guy. enough. Yeah. It wasn't song based um, enough. But I, I love, like, I, the whole pop punk genre mm -hmm. from there. I like, right. And there's just, and it, it's this same conversation with the same person. The 90s gives us David Bowie back, gives us an Elton John renaissance, mm -hmm. renaissance, like, gives us. Uh, no doubt gives it like Nirvana, mm -hmm. Weezer, all these things happening. Like, yeah, pop is great, rock is great, everything is good. I'm not, I would defend the 90s to my death. That's not the point of this conversation, right? But, right. But it like more people having more accessibility didn't make that decade worse than the 50s mm -hmm. in musical production or well, movie production. Well, and I think that there's, I think that there's, you know, a growth pain like painful part you have to get through yeah i don't think i don't think that well industries nor the artists creators for either whether it's someone you know in their garage or their home you know studio or writing or whatever or someone in a massive yeah, corporation no one knew what to do with all this new power it was like okay music's easier to record it doesn't have to be on a physical it's a it's a file now uh i have a camera on my phone now I, so mm -hmm. i think i think there's an awkward thing just like with any yeah advent of uh of techno like some new kind of technology um i think we're we've come through that we kind of see what the rules are now until they change again until they change <laughs> yeah. again yeah and again back to podcasts or back to, okay we're kind of seeing what the rules are we're kind of right. seeing where you know so it's just we're just playing by a new set of rules yeah. the art still hopefully has to be okay i mean for it to get too far i mean i know that's not always the case but I, don't, I think it's always been like if that. If the concept's good, it's probably yeah. staying the test yeah. of time. And I, yeah. I think, you know, it's a, a, a file, a digital file of music gave us postal service, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think a fantastic one-off project. It is, yeah, it is. From a group that before digital files, like, would that have really happened? Mm -hmm. In I the, don't know. So I mean, no, clearly not. I mean, I, we assume, right? But, but, I'm, but I'm definitely glass half full. Kind of like, that's yeah. great. And then yeah. there's moments where I'm like, well, that probably wouldn't have happened without YouTube and we would have been better off without it, but whatever. <laughs> and the, uh, and the other thing, e even though you had to jump through more hoops a long time ago to, to make a film or go into a studio uh, uh, and record a song or whatever, you would assume, well, th there's more technically or trained people involved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ability. Ability mm -hmm. and training mm -hmm. and money. All those things, when they come together, they give us the classic movies or songs or albums that we have. That is true. So, so, but at the same time, anytime I hear someone say, oh, there's just so much bad music, blah, 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 out there, so many bad films were out there, it's like, you know what? Whatever percentage that is, there was the same percentage mm -hmm. in the 50s and 60s. I know yep. there's great, yep. I, I'm not. It, it's this there's I could find you the goofy song that everyone hated yeah. from whatever your equivalent of whatever boy band it is you're trying to tell me is so bad and it's like it's fine I get yeah. it I will tell you that from whatever golden era of music you hold on a pedestal that was there too you're just not seeing it yeah printing press Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can go back to that and say like, oh, all of a sudden we can make this stuff really yeah. cheap and really easily. And there is a bunch of junk. <laughs> I don't know. If oh, my gosh. Yeah. Harlequin novels. 
Well, that's pre. Like, that's <laughs> I, I'm, after, I'm just naming. But like, you know, no, like, no, no, no. But stuff yeah, it wouldn't like, have been. Yeah. Yeah. Get it out. Get it out. Paperback. Quick, get it out quick. Books. Yeah. See what the bottom line is. How many do we have to produce? To it's a. It's yep. just a numbers thing. But um, it might be urban folklore you know if only i had a mobile device i could yeah look we could up look on. up all the knowledge in and, the world. And, who know, and, who, and who know and who knows if it's true uh, or not but it was, but you did it to like check like how many likes you have i think was probably wasn't <laughs> like didn't thomas edison say like when he saw or, or or he's talking to one of his buddies and they're talking about the phonograph you know the invention of the phonograph yeah. and then um and then somebody goes Wow, this is great. Now I just can't believe all the bad music we're going to hear recorded now. I mean, like, and that was Oh my gosh. Them. Yeah. Like, it's never, it's, it's always going to be. There's always that guy, it's right? Always, but it, and he was right <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah. he was wrong. Of yeah. course, it's a great yeah. invention and he was right. It's, it's, it's. Yeah. Both it's, those things both. are true. Like, yeah. you're going to get a lot of junk mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's still going to be a lot of great art because that statue from Greek sculptors at the time like mm-hmm. only a couple like there were probably a bunch of really bad ones but there were some things that really stood that were commissioned oh. and had the money but then there's probably people that never got discovered because they didn't have the opportunity yeah and i think that with this or new, with this new they wanted to keep it to themselves because yeah. they didn't i mean there's a lot of people like that yeah they won't release it they're doing art just to do art you know mm-hmm. but well, it's like you can't tell me what to do this is the way i'm going to do it like a daniel quinn i have to jim jim this gaffigan and uh, chris hardwick had this conversation the other day of like whatever happened to the great ice sculptures of there's no way to document it before no, photographs no. are being able to yeah, no. yeah. Listen, hurry carve it like chisel it in this no, it would tablet. be it would be they, you'd have to have people that saw it and they swear. Like, yeah. like, we painted a painting they, of it. And it was like, yeah, we painted a painting of it. <laughs> or it's like, describe it to me. And it's like, man, no, there were a, there were a hundred people there and they all said the same thing. It, it looked just like a horse. The, What's a horse? I don't know. It was the best version. <laughs> they told me that's what it looked it like. It was the best version of, it was the best portrait of the king I'd ever seen. But I don't know what the yeah. king looks like. No, well, he looks just like that <laughs> eye sculpture. <laughs> His amazing. face is melty on the yeah. side. He's like, oh, oh anyway, man. you had something real to say. No, I didn't. That, that conversation's is... way more interesting than what I've said. Cause it's, it's a lot funnier. <laughs> Cause it's that sounds, that's a premise for yeah. like one of the uh, Christopher guest movies that should happen. Yeah, I mean, it was two comedians talking about it. So it really did have a, sculptures like, oh my God. in like the, the 1300s sculptures like... that never got discovered because <laughs> yeah. well, you can't, you can't even take it to the craft fair. Like it doesn't no. mean they weren't great. It doesn't mean the shipping time's going to kill you. Yeah, like, <laughs> there even there even could have been more of them. The guy would have had his breakthrough in uh, the Titanic sank. It's like, yeah, dang it! It was the best one I've ever done. Yes, carve me like one of your French yeah. girls. <laughs> or you actually, there's there actually is one photography exists, and it just took so long. Yeah. Oh so my god! Like, he's in there. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> look like a waterfall. He's thinking. Just he's thinking. I am squared. This is yeah. the first one. It's still there's something. Oh. Get closer with the lights. Yeah, we need more light. We need more. Yeah. yeah. The guy he discovers photography. He's like, "Come with me. Come with me." <laughs> like by the time it's done. Yeah. It's like, I well, mean, shoot. There's a skit. If, I mean, right there. Yeah. Right. I can so, see it happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I would ever finish writing something, and let people edit it. We could totally write this one man uh, play right now. That'd oh, be pretty good. It doesn't have to be a one man play. It could be like a three person mm-hmm. play. And there's at yeah. least three people. Yeah, it could three be. Three like, Heather yeah. could be in it too. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> As the ice sculpture. Just. <laughs> Okay. Well, well, but it's you know so, it's like and I know we have to wrap it up, but I mean no, it's like it's right. like or it's but it's like it's like waking up in the morning and realize there's an idea that you forgot. Like uh, there's there's a great idea you had, 
you know, to tie it back into creativity. Yep. It, but, but that's, that's a horrible feeling, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just to go, Oh, that wasn't that, that was the one. And I don't remember what it was. And then Aaron likes to ask a question for everybody. Oh, what is that? There is no wrong answer. Okay. There's no right answer. Seven. Oh. <laughs> Close. That's a first, actually. Yeah. Be a okay. Yeah. yeah. So basically, he's gonna start. He's gonna start um, a sentence. Okay. And you just okay. Respond. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? Okay. I'm ready. Okay. All right. See, he he hasn't listened to the show. No. So he doesn't. Know no. 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 We, no. No. Busted. <laughs> Sorry. We had a person yeah. not. No. 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 That's fine. <laughs> we had a person not too long ago who has listened to all of them, and it actually made her almost more like, <gasps> I've been thinking about this, and I knew I was going to freeze, and she froze. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Okay. Yeah. When you start the show, nobody knows, right? Like, yep. and yeah. there's still a relatively no. small audience, all things considered. No. Mm-hmm. And so, but it was funny going. Like, you're starting to get back to your own tale right like mm-hmm. now you're encountering your own audience mm-hmm. and how that's changed it. it it but once again there's no right or wrong answer and it's always fun no it's good so, okay, okay yeah here we go i wish i could um i wish i could fly like superman fly good that's Two people that's have wanted to fly. People. I think really? that's the only repeated thing. Yeah. No that's flashlight. Good. Oh no, that was a carry. No, that's a yeah. That was a, <laughs> I, I, I literally <laughs> thought flashlight. And here's the thing. The yeah. weird thing was is you know what took me so darn long is I I was thinking like Earth like real life things. I was like oh. I was like oh yeah what like bucket list type things. I'm like no, we're talking. I wish I could. I, wish I was yeah, like I could. Yeah. wait it a second. I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. Let's, yeah. I'm going stratospheric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to fly. Yeah. Heck yeah. That'd Absolutely. Who hasn't wanted to fly? Yeah. Uh, not in a plane. I think that might I be mean, the one you know universal I mean. dream. Yes. Superman fly. Like, no, 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 no. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's. Yeah. That's. Well, I yep. would even take like a weird levitation I flying. Had, like it doesn't have to be like at the a yogi sound, but it, it, <laughs> yeah. whatever. <laughs> flying I would, yogi. I'm open oh, to the flying possibilities. Yeah. Like I'm, if talking, I'm blessed with a superpower. Yeah. On the outer atmosphere. I'm talking that soaring over the like into space. Like I mean, it's like you know. I mean, you can hover above the earth and just. It's got to be parameters to it, but whatever those are, I'll take it. Look What I Did is produced by Aaron Dotson and Daniel Quinn. Sound designed by Daniel Quinn. Our digital director is Heather Cohen.